What is up? This is Ryan here. Happy to have you back on the show. Was recently at a go-to-market event with over 700 executives. And one of the things that got brought up that 60% of sales organizations are failing at is going to be discussed in this episode. And a lot of people are hiding it from you. So I'm not going to do that. I want to share it with you and also show you how you can use AI to create game-changing results with it. Check it out. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. Okay, welcome everybody to this episode. It is brought to you by the Sales AI Accelerator, which is a new program I am releasing so that you become superhuman by passing 99% of your peers and competitors by using AI 95% faster. And it's specifically for sales. It's not a prompt bomb. It's not random crap all thrown together. (laughs) Um, Be the first to know when it is released again by getting on the exclusive waiting list. It is in the show notes. So you're going to want to hop on that if those results sound attractive to you. All right. Now on to the episode. Okay. So one of the biggest problems that was identified specifically for high performing sales organizations and missed opportunities and resource strain was the inability to generate a clear, hard-cut ROI that your customer believes in, right? So to actually identify tangible outcomes for the solutions that are generated, okay? And so I'm sharing that with you today. And, and most people don't talk about this in public, right? This is like, I've, I've looked at a lot of studies and that, that was never really identified. This was in a live session with a lot of executives and they had to vote. Right. And it was like a Slido vote. And that was like the number one was 60%. And so it's kind of like a leaky boat in the middle of the ocean. Like you're scrambling to scoop water out, but it keeps coming back. And so that's what happens with your sales funnel when you don't address this. Okay. And so leads are slipping through the cracks. Opportunities are slipping through the cracks. Close rates are plummeting. All those are a result of this one piece. And so that's why I had to share it with you. And so what I've realized is different organizations have different resources for this. Now, if you look at bigger companies, let's say like Red Hat or Cisco or someone on that size and in, in scale, what you're going to see is those companies effectively have roles carved out specifically for this. Okay. And so what that means is there's one person who their full-time job is to support the sales team and create like value, engineer value out of ROI, whether it be time, speed, emotion, time to result, which are the four key areas that I look at. And identify that, quantify that, study that, and create it for the solution, okay? Uh, I would say probably close to 90% of people that, maybe, hell, it's probably 95% of companies do not have those resources. That's only for really, really big resources, okay? And so one of the things is I'm like, all right, how do I create this this digital value advisor for anyone? How do I democratize it and, and create it for anyone by leveraging AI, okay? And so... That's one of the things that, that we're going to talk through today is really like how you could do that and, and how to make that a reality. And so, um, so, so let me take a step back. And I, I know I kind of glossed over this, but like if you do this, like you're going to have a personal assistant that's smarter than Einstein and faster than Usain Bolt, right? It, it, could, it could identify outcomes and then even generate a guide instantly. And then later, you'll be able to use it to customize ROIs for you specifically, Okay. Now, what I'm going to tell you is this is not a hundred percent foolproof. So like 
This isn't you just push the button and you do nothing. You don't look at it. You don't pay attention to any details and everything's done for you. Like you, it's going to get you 99, 90 to 95% of the way there. Okay. And it's going to get you thinking, right? So you got to use that last 10% to really generate the results or there's a potential that you're going to mess up. All right. So I just want to frame that up with a lot of this AI stuff. Even if you're using companies that have designed solution, very, very rarely is it one button push, everything's done for you and it's perfect. Okay. So always, always, always do that extra 5% or 10% on the quality side and it'll tip the scales in your favor. Okay. So going back to like quantifying outcomes. So I want to talk through this because this was game changing. I'll tell you an exact story of like when I use this and the result that happened for my team. And, and then it'll also segue into like, how do we create that digital value advisor leveraging AI? Okay. But you got to have this foundational element to understand it. So when you do that last 10%, you truly, truly understand like what's, what's going to happen um, or what you need to do to kind of take it and bring it home. Okay. So what happened was we were effectively, we kept moving up market. And one of the things that, that started happening was like at first, like we were like cold cocking people, right? We were like, they had no clue we were coming. We're just like started taking deals from big incumbents and, and sucking that out. And, and they were like basically caught off guard. So, so that's what started to happen. And then eventually they started to get a lot more proactive because we started stealing all their biggest customers. Okay. And so what, what happened in that is there started to become a lot of noise. <clears throat> there was a lot of reasons why companies did, you know, or I should say in competitive situations became more and more and they were a lot more vicious. And so one of the things we had to do is really leverage this formula. And so what we were initially hitting on was phase one, which is like the hard cost structure. So we were really, really good at orchestrating, creating, identifying, and gaining alignment across the organization in terms of that hard cost structure. However, once so many more competitors started paying attention and amping up their, <clears throat> their game and what they were doing, we had to take it a couple levels deeper, okay? So the next few levels deeper that we had was effectively <clears throat> the no work, <laughs> the no work example, right? So one of the things that we did <clears throat> is we structured our implementation and position our implementation uh, so that basically they could implement it without with very, 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 very minimal change and very, very little effort. Okay. So that was the second piece. So we started to really, we had that piece before, we just didn't emphasize it as much. <clears throat> but <clears throat> the number one thing that people in big companies are trying to do is avoid doing more work or hard work. Right. And so in essence, that check that box. All right. So number three was time to result. The other thing that we did is whenever we presented a solution or how we were doing it, and this could be through a POC, this could be through a partial implementation, it could be a, a full implementation with not everything included, is really what we did is, <clears throat> um, not all the products included is what I meant. So really what we did is we did that. So it's like, okay, now that we had the solution that we know got the ROI, then we made it so it was like, very simple, very low effort to do. It's like, okay, what's the next phase that we can make sure that they get the result in the fastest way possible? All right. So um, what we did is we integrated that into our messaging, our positioning, our presentations, and, and even our solution design of what we actually proposed so that basically they could execute it super fast. 
And so think of it as cost savings, no work, instant result. Like those are the three components. So <clears throat> that's the foundation for what I'm talking to you about today. And so I'm going to pull some chop, some um, prompts up. So you have an example, and this is something like in the Sales AI Accelerator that I share with you. This is basically like a whole prompt library, which is freaking amazing. And I've tested these. They're, they're basically ag agnostic prompts that you could leverage across anything, right? So this one, and I'm looking off, if, you, if you're watching some video on YouTube, like I'm looking off and I'm identifying this. So what I'm effectively doing is asking ChatGPT to act as a value engineer who worked at companies like Cisco, Red Hat, Salesforce. And what I'm doing is I'm, I'm identifying those three things, okay? I want you to quantify solutions through quantifying financial outcomes, which is either increased revenue and decreased costs, quantifying time saved uh, by full-time equivalents or effort, um, accelerating time, time to result, right? Those are the three areas. And then I ask it to create a one-page briefing document, and then I assume I am selling this solution, right? And then I give it, I give instructions for the solution. Now there's more to it than that, but I wanted to give you like the core basics of this so you can kind of check it out. And so <clears throat> effectively, there's other things that you can implement in terms of emotion and um, you know challenges and psychological areas that they have when those problems are solved. I should say not that they have that they eliminate when those problems are solved. So, however, that's kind of like the core framework. Like I mentioned, I give you the framework. I gave you effectively like a high level AI prompt or at least the concept so you can apply it. And then the awesome thing is what it does is it creates those specifically for that solution and what you're selling and who you're selling to. Now you can take it one step further and even put the company link in there as well um, in terms of what you're doing. I use this in ChatGPT, uh, which I think is the best for creative thinking like this. And so it created that. And then effectively after it did that, I also asked it to create a guide, a question guide. So I want you to create a question guide so that I have questions to basically unearth these you know, ROI components for every single opportunity that I experience. Okay. Now, how this is a digital value advisor, this doesn't just give you the foundation for it. The awesome thing is once you have that implemented or set, set up or checked out, what you could do is a really cool thing is you could start to feed it customizations. So then what it does, it gives you ROI, not just on like who you are and what you do. It doesn't just create a guide for that, but it does it specifically for each customer you're working with. Okay. Now, what I would also say is ChatGPT has been known not to be amazing at numbers. So what I would use this for is that first 90% of ideas questions to unearth those numbers. Don't use it for calc. Okay. I would not use it for calc as of right now. Um, so like, and if you do that, you wrap that together, like you are going to be looked at completely different versus every other competitor that you run into because of the fact that you're speaking in their, their ROI love language, right? Which is, it's just, which is money, time, effort, right? And most people, um, according, actually, according to the survey, 60% of people don't know how to do this. This is from executives. So I just wanted to, to share that with you. That was a kind of a combined takeaway of something I did in the sales AI accelerator. And then something I heard at the event, I'm like, Oh, I gotta share this with my people. I gotta make sure they have this. Right. So anyways, um, really, really simple use case, something that you could leverage. And so what you'll see is there's a lot of use cases to create your own digital advisors on different things. 
in your life, in your business. And we're going to talk more about that in the future. And this isn't just applicable to business. This is, like I said, your personal life. This can be with family. There's a lot of other things that we're doing. And so really, really, really wanted to share that with you. Um, hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please, 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 please share it with someone. Uh, the best thing in the world you can do is if you enjoy this is help someone else's life by sharing information that'll help their lives, right? So I appreciate you listening to me. I appreciate you being with me. Thank you for being on the show. The show is growing like gangbusters right now, by the way. So I haven't really told you that. We are totally global. I am seeing this pop up in the top charts globally in different countries that I didn't even know there's people there that listen to my show. I've had people come up to me and talk to me too. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my tribe. And I look to keep leveling this up so you get more and more every episode of helping you make things happen because it is tough out there right now, but there is some of the biggest opportunities that happen during tough times. And I want to be the person that helps give you ideas, insights on how to leverage that. So thanks for joining me today. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out The Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.